Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Uh-huh, sure. You know, you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. I just want to know, do you know a podcast named The Podcast Is Mine? Oh yeah, I know that podcast. I just want to let you know that it's mine. No, no, it's mine. Hello and welcome to The Podcast Is Mine. I'm Sunny Grawl. And I'm Bushan Kumar. Hi Bushan, how are you today? I'm good, Sunny. How's it going? Yeah, good. What have you been up to since we last recorded? Yes, well let me take down the leather tome that is like, you know, the diary of his own one home. Oh, my favourite part. Yes, that heavy, heavy diary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know, I'm just like looking at it now just to describe Mm. it to our viewers. It's kind of very, it's very thick, very hard, bound, long... And it's got some dirt at the end. Sonny, this isn't the diary of his own one home. Could you please put your sex toys away? Honestly, I do apologise. Marie Kondo to sort those sex toys out one day. First, you need to put, give those a good Dettol wipe. I don't know if they'll get rid of everything on there, but... There'll be nothing left. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. Well, so my entry to the diary of his own one home. Uh, this week, I've been a fitness freak. Oh, wow, I love that. Mm-hmm. Go back to the gem frame. Frame, yes. Oh, so frame was like open originally mm-hmm. in one of their branches in King's yeah. Cross. But yeah. now my like home branch, Fitzrovia. Oh, I love it. So <laughs> yeah, they've, and they finally uh, opened up. And like, so I've just been going to classes and it's just been absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realise how much I'd missed um, exercising yes. and yeah. just the whole yeah. process of it. Because like, I've also started walking to the gym and back. Um, Extra on the, either side, it's helpful. Yeah. Because first I thought to myself, do you know, it's like an hour walk. It used to be an hour's mm. walk. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be absolutely exhausted by the time I get there to exercise. <laughs> and by the time I get back, I'll just be like, I won't be able to do it. But because of a lockdown, I've been walking so much. Yeah, you've um, got to the stamina. Girl, I was able to do it in 45 minutes. I can walk there in 45 minutes and back. Oh my and not goodness. break a sweat, not and be that's tired. just a part of zone one. Just a part of zone one, literally, oh because I've learned all these shortcuts and... Back alleys. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> Who needs City Mapper when you've got <laughs> when you've got experience? Um, but it was so good. That we did. Um, we're doing dance cardio, which is basically where okay. they play six or seven songs in a row, and you just don't stop dancing. <gasps> So do they teach you a particular move for each of the songs? So yes, so, so the teacher, like for every like 16 or 32 beats, okay. for the first eight beats, the teacher will show you the moves and then you replicate it. It sounds harder than it is, yeah. but when, you, when you're actually there and you're following the teacher, and also the other thing is as well, it's like no one's judging. And literally, yeah. this is it's such a non-judgmental space. So that's what you, you need can just, when it's dancing, don't you? Yeah, you don't want anyone to be like, "Oh no, she didn't get the moves, or he didn't do this." Yeah. He didn't do, there's none of that. And like we were dancing, and like there were so many great songs in there. Like there was like two Gaga songs, you know, "Stupid Love" and uh, "Rain on Me." Oh my god, both great songs. Oh, and I think everybody collectively just lost their shit. We were so into it, like in a good way. Yeah. Like afterwards, I couldn't stop smiling, and I was like, "What is this?" Like you know, like I almost you know broke my Botox doing that. <laughs> You, you were twerking, that's why. <laughs> twerking, yeah. But it just felt so good to dance. Oh, I forgot how much I've missed dancing. And, like, it's just been wonderful. And then the walk there and back has been so good. So like You were twerking all the way home. Literally. <laughs> doing the, you dropping it like it's hot. <laughs> I was doing the WAP dance. If you know, you know. I don't know the WAP. <gasps> Do you not know WAP? No. Can, can you break it down for me, just in terms of, like, to help us understand? Well, so, you know, it's Cardi B and oh, uh, Megan Stallion. And <gasps> WAP. You know what WAP stands for? What is it? A wet ass bleep. And if you want to find out, you have to listen to our OnlyFans. Have you not? I can't, but I'm going to show you I this I presume song. it doesn't um, rhyme with Enos. It's going to be... <laughs> it rhymes with hussy, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's definitely... It's what you've been putting that leather thing in that I found earlier. <laughs> That's my shoe horn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's... Uh, what was I saying? 
Uh, yeah, it, it, it's taken over like TikTok and Instagram. I can't believe like you haven't heard of it. I've, it's because I haven't got TikTok. I'm just so away from the masses. Oh. I need. To, it's because in your ivory we're tower, con- we're content creators. I don't watch other people. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me what's your entry into the diary. So I stayed in zone one, but I went to the other side of zone one, which is really far when you go on the circle line in the wrong direction. (laughs) The Google Maps just does not hook you up sometimes. It told me to change at Pannington, and I Hmm. thought, why would I want to get off when I've got on? (laughs) So I was like, I'll just stay on. So I went away from my destination and then down and then across, but... Eventually got there. We mm. had a reservation at a very popular Asian restaurant. Yes. Which was, um, we're not definitely giving anyone props for this on no, this podcast. Exactly. Mm. Uh, but it was good food. Yes. But beforehand we went, because everything is like such a uh, finite period of time that you can reserve for because mm. everything is like extra space needed, so less reservations. Mm. Um, so we went for a little um, tea just beforehand. And it was, it just reminded me of this funny story when we were there because uh, one of my friends was like, oh, my God, look at the, the, the flower wall, you know, when they have, like, loads of petals mm. and stuff and roses. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of when we were in Mexico. And that one of our friends had recommended to us to go to this hotel. Mm. Really, really nice in Mexico. And we were in, we were in Mexico after we'd, we had that recommendation. And they were like, the toilets are amazing. Did you check them out? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to check it. And I, you, mm. I, you know I love taking a photo. Yeah. So I'm in the toilets, taking pictures everywhere, like totally bait, like not <laughs> hiding it. And then I was like, strange, these toilets though. Yeah. And then I came back and I was like, they're very girly, aren't they? And they were like, oh yeah, they're really, they're nice though. And I was like, but why are they so girly? I've never seen like little benches in front of mirrors and stuff. And they're like, oh my God, you went to the women's. <laughs> I was full on taking photos of the women's toilets. <gasps> I just did not even. Pervert alert, pervert alert. <laughs> I was like, that is definitely not my demographic. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing market research, oh, like, you know. <laughs> so I'll have to show you the photos afterwards. But those toilets were beautiful, but it was not where I was meant to be. And I took my time in there. Thank God no one else was in there. God, can you imagine? You've been arrested. Do you know, I have to say, women's toilets, generally, I don't know. And like, you know, please write in and let us know if I'm yeah. wrong. I find that when I have been in a woman's toilet, for whatever reason. I know, but it happens. <laughs> it happens. And like, they're always much cleaner. Like, if, you know, if you saw, like, I know that women have to queue up and that's like really yeah. awful. But, but men's toilets, oh my. Definitely, yeah. That's why there's no one queuing. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, no one wants to go, you just I'll get that bladder infection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Some men's toilets, oh my <gasps> God. They're just, yeah, let's not even go there. I mean, that's you just. You know a... what? I'm, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, do you want to say it for the OnlyFans? I'll say it for the OnlyFans because it's actually not that crude, but <laughs> it's. I was just going to say, you know what? One good thing that's come out of COVID yeah. is these signs in all the toilets telling people to wash their hands for 20 seconds. I know. Because now they're actually starting to wash their hands. I know. Not for 20 seconds, but they are washing their hands. Yeah, people are actually just washing their hands full stop. I mean, how gross. Like, even if I do a wee, I'll wash my hands afterwards. Like, it's just, I just don't understand people who don't do that. I just, it's absolutely gross. I really don't. I mean, like, I am completely judging you if you don't wash your hands after you go to the toilet. Yeah. Well, I've just reminded you of something else really disgusting. <laughs> oh my God. God, we're on a roll today. <laughs> I mean, I will not reference where this story came from okay. in the slightest, yeah. but I, I understood someone told me once they were at a urinal mm-hmm. and the person next to them um, was a bit vigorous when they were like... Shaking you know, off? Shaking off. Yes, exactly. That's appropriate. Shaking it? off. Yep. Um, so vigorous that it ended up splashing into that person's mouth. The other person's mouth. 
There is so much to unpack there. I know. So it's not <laughs> just wash your hands. It's wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. What was that? Like a fire hose or something? I, uh, I don't even want to imagine. <laughs> right. Well, I think <laughs> on that note, let's close the diary of his own one home. Put it back <laughs> Back into a secret hiding place. <laughs> yeah, which is outside. <laughs> and let's move on to today's topic. What is today's topic today? Today's Sydney? topic, um, Bushen, is it's um, the reality TV palooza. <gasps> so, Yay! Yeah. So one of the main tenets of our friendship is reality TV, as mm-hmm. you know. Um, for us, the OG of reality TV will always be America's Next Top Model. Praise be. Oh. Praise oh be, Tyra. Bankable Productions. <laughs> Ken Mock. <laughs> I love Ken Mark. Can you please some Ken Mark? Ken Mark. But uh, there have been some worthy contenders. And for the runner-up prizes, we've got, we haven't got an exhaustive list, but here is from those a three that we've been obsessed with lately. Okay, well, hold on. I, we're going to find out what those three are. We're wow. going to find out after the break. Yes. Okay, and we are back. Okay, so I'm very intrigued to find out what these three shows are, like I don't know already. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be such a huge shock to because I'm going to completely switch it on you and do a different show. So. <laughs> I'm going to adopt the brace position as I listen. So, <laughs> so Sunny, what's the first show that we're going to talk about? The first show is Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah! Oh, oh my, my God. God. God bless Bravo TV. <gasps> Oh, Andy, there's so many gifts that they've given us. Oh, it's just... This show, honestly. Well, first of all, I think we should say, like, um, for uh, if anyone hasn't seen these shows, first then of all... You, why, why are you even listening? <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> he jests, Do you but know? he doesn't no, really no, I mean, uh, Oh my God, I don't mean that. Please stay. <laughs> but we were going to say, like, you know, there might be spoilers and stuff, but yes. don't worry. Like, I knew some stuff even before via, via popular culture, because I'm of such course. a popular culture maven. So connected. <laughs> Like Kenny Catrone's and Beyond. I love that. I'm a pop culture maven. <laughs> so I knew of certain things that happened before I saw them, and I was like, yeah. oh, right, okay. So, yeah. you know, so it's not really a spoiler. And the second thing is that you can always come and revisit the podcast later on Absolutely. and have a listen to it. But stay for the bands because you know yeah, it's going to be funny. I completely so. agree. And that's the kind of franchise that people dip in and out of. It's on like ICP2. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they shot anything else. That and Mummy Returns. Oh, God, yeah, the Mummy Returns. No, actually, I think it's the Scorpion. No, what film is it? Was it Liar Liar? What's on rotation at the moment? You know what? They paid for those rights and they're like, we're milking this. They rinse them out oh my god like not even a washing machine could get all that, that <laughs> like value. every drop there's no moisture left in it so what is the elevator pitch for a real so so if someone's never seen real housewives of atlanta or any okay. of the real housewives give me the elevator pitch. so then it profiles usually around six women mm-hmm. from a certain state yes or a city mm-hmm. and i think atlanta was one of the first to profile a predominantly black cast mm-hmm. and um so they're all probably in their kind of 30s 40s housewives a lot of them aren't married don't even have a boyfriend but still <laughs> it's a reach of that definition. non-judgmental zone here no, yes. no, no, exactly. <laughs> a bit, we are so exactly, well, so exactly. exactly. Um, and it's just following them in their daily lives. And I would say reality TV. I mean, it isn't scripted as such. They, mm-hmm. especially with Atlanta, they they don't hold back, and they are notorious for just calling each other out. And that is the best thing about this franchise. They, compared to some of the other versions which I have seen, so mm-hmm. there's New Jersey, which I watch, and uh, Potomac, which you call Pop Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I said it's not in Punjab, so I wouldn't. Know. <laughs> it is definitely. The pinnacle of that franchise, and mm. yeah, I've I've, to- I've begged people over the years to watch this, and 
Uh, so that's that, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, like you have you you've been telling me forever. You need to watch Real Housewives because I, like I said, um, I knew about it. I knew Nini Leaks before yes. um, I'd seen this because um, I, I was always using her gifs on Twitter. Oh, she has the best gifs. I said what I said. I mean, like, literally, I that's one of my <laughs> what I said. <laughs> so brilliant. Or there's another one where she's got her face turned and she's like, "Bye." Can oh, I... it's that when she's like um, talking about t- she's had a fight with Sheree at oh. one point, and it's about oh, we will come into it. We'll come into that. Um, and then. And I also knew her from like Fashion Police and stuff as well. Like oh, yeah, she, she did Fashion did. Police. She branched out. She yeah. did The New Normal. She was on Glee as well. Glee, exactly. So she was yeah. like this huge cultural figure. And then massive. It was, uh, yeah. I, I just, and I also yeah. once caught a reunion episode on ITV2. And I just remember that was like, um, I, I, I knew there was something special about it, but I didn't know what. But I also used that. That was just before I got my like first ever full time job back in like two thousand eight or something. Oh, so, yeah, because that's when it was. Yeah, it was, was a bit around that time. So then I started using that as like a guideline in meetings. Like you know, in like people <laughs> like work meetings, and there's like another team you didn't like, or there's a manager you didn't like. I love those sit downs. <laughs> exactly. Just pretend I was at the housewives reunion and just kind of like just keep like you know <gasps> shifting <laughs> my cardigan or that's just. So- <laughs> arrange my notebook (laughs) I love the outfits they go to it's like the biggest Asian wedding ever (laughs) event style getting glammed up it's so epic she's got titties and ass out I've got titties and ass out her weave is down to her legs my weave is down to her it's that kind of it is the. I I think the first time I caught the only reason I started watching Hmm. it is because you've got to remember I mean you know, we've struggled to get US stuff in yeah. the UK very quickly. And I know you work in media, so you've known the process it goes through and yeah. it takes a long time. And um, these sorts of shows, they always felt very obscure and I thought they'd never come to the UK, you know, big online streamer. Mm-hmm. So I remember back in the day, I used to watch um, The Apprentice with yes. the US one. Oh, the US one. Oh, oh I know. Oh. Especially because it's Trump. Oh my goodness, oh. Trump, who has COVID. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll come back on. Yeah, we won't come back to that. No, we won't. Exactly. <laughs> We're not revisiting <laughs> that. Never again. Yeah, exactly. And I did love the US Apprentice because they, again, no holds barred. They were cutthroat, so competitive, like full on. And they did a celebrity edition as well. And she was on the cast. And I didn't know who she was. And she was fighting with someone called Star Jones, who I think, again, is issue like a newscaster or maybe a TV host, maybe mm. even, I don't know if she's a journalist. But she was going in, and I remember Trump saying something like, you know, he's obviously loving the fireworks yeah. because it's great promo for the TV, for the, for his show. And I remember him saying, you know, this is what we probably see on your show kind of thing. And then I thought, what show is she on? So I did a bit of research, and then I thought, you know, okay, let me give it a go. And I watched that first, it must have been in 20, probably 9, 10, I think it started mm. in 08. Yeah. And I thought, this is just crazy. Who are these people? They're so shady. There's so many amazing one-liners, so many shutdowns, reads, mm. as I let them <laughs> And I was completely obsessed with it. And I, and I used to beg people, say, please watch this, please watch this. But then no one could easily access it. Mm. And then I think eventually ITV2 picked it up, probably mm. about five, six years ago. And now the world is catching on. It's gone into syndication, yeah, basically, so everyone can see it. Yes. I mean, because the other thing as well, like, it really is from, like, a golden age of reality television. Yeah. Like, the way it's produced and, you know, what really struck me was, like, how I thought, if, if, if you watching it in today's context, it's, it's so problematic. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's the perfect snapshot right. of that time. So, for example, yeah. when you have someone like Kim who sits with Sheree and says, she's the black version of me. Oh, <laughs> and it's no. like, uh, or, you know, when she even says like, oh, I'm, um, I'm black. I'm a black woman trapped inside a white woman's body. Yeah. And I remember I cringed. I was like, oh my God, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. What are you saying? 
But um, also, as well, it's, it speaks to a more kind of um, innocent time because, like, you know, there's this, like, Facebook and Twitter are looming in the background. Yeah, they but are. You know, everyone's still using loudspeaker on their, their Nokia <laughs> A3. <laughs> One of just like, hey, I just wanted to bum. And you're like, do you know what? So many problems would be solved with a WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> But what scares the shit out of me as well is like when they're driving and they've got the phone on oh, and you're like, hey like girl, like they have fights while they're like on the motorway and I'm like, oh my God. And they always go so, they go for the juggler. Yeah. They cut, they cut they do not deep. Hold back. Like literally, they just want to move your wig. Yeah, shift, <laughs> just want to shift it a little. <laughs> there are so many. So, so actually, let's get on to um, one of the first questions. Yes. So, so pushing, who is your favourite character and why is it in English? <laughs> Well, exactly, exactly that. I mean, when I was watching it, I thought that I would probably like somebody else, and I, would, you know, there might be someone better. But you know, it's Nini Leaks all the way. Like I am Nini Leaks. I've, I think what it is is Nini reminds me of me. Oh like, my gosh, you know, she's like, amazing. That's I, why I love her. Yeah. I love that when she goes to like a party, like she'll be creating a racket in the corner. That's exactly what we do. Oh god, <laughs> god we are. like that. And then also like, because um, I've only seen the first. So for full disclosure, oh, yeah. I've only seen the first two seasons. So this is a good way to kind of explain how we access the, the content. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I've been watching it on Netflix because Netflix is the first two seasons. I understand that other seasons are available on Hey You in the UK, yes. uh, which I've been too tight to get, but I will. <laughs> I'm going to get it's now. It's a big commitment. It's a, a huge number of seasons. <laughs> but I, I, I am going to get it now. But like, you know, for example, like when Nini and Candy. So Can- uh, Candy's another good example. Oh. I knew Candy from that song back in the day. You know, the... Uh, don't think I'm not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you're out in the club, don't think I'm not. So when it was that Candy, I was like, oh my God, I know Candy. I know who she is. Like, you know, like she's an old school friend or something. It's like, hey, Candy. We know yeah, you know. <laughs> but then do you know like there's when Nini and her don't really get along so mm. there's a bit of a I mean it might evolve in later seasons but in season two like you can just tell like they just don't get along and then they try and get along and then they still have like work, you know <laughs> Nini just does none of it and I thought that is exactly like me like where there'll be people in the friendship group where everyone's like oh this person is so wonderful and I'll go and meet them I'll be like no you're a little, nah. you're a little <laughs> bitch exactly class. you're a basic bitch and then they're like oh do you know this person did this today I'm like oh great like, <laughs> I, I don't care <laughs> and, then like, and then I'll try and bond with them and it just doesn't happen oh, no. <laughs> and then I'll probably end up saying something like do you really dress like that or <laughs> is that really, yeah exactly is there really no more substance to you like and then you know we this is no filter no filter, filter exactly but that's what I like about Nini also, I like that Nini's not entirely likable. Like, there are points yes. you can see that she's annoyed at herself. And yeah. I thought she's like, she really... Like she's said, a flawed character. She's herself. Yeah, she is herself. She's a flawed... Oh my gosh, she's Shakespearean. Like she's <laughs> She's got a great flaw. No, you're so true. And then, But then also, like, we get to see all sides of her. Like, you know, the vulnerability she showed, like, when she was looking for her father. Mm. Oh, that was And that was really sweet. And, like, you really saw a different side to her. And also that she's always there for everyone else. Like, mm. even though Charade didn't put her name on the list for the party. That was the best first episode because that had me hooked. Every time I've made anyone else watch it, as soon as that last bit cut comes mm-hmm. up, where she doesn't get into the party, yeah. So yeah, just no. She gets into the party. Oh, but then she gets into the front door, the porch. No, they let her into the party, and then someone comes. To, oh, <laughs> so then, like, security! The security come and say you're not on the list. You need to go. And then Kim's like, "Oh, I'm going to go with you." And I just... Kim's so shady because she was like, "My name's on the list." Yeah, Nini's is And I was like, "You were loving it." <laughs> but I mean, that's what I mean about like, um, you know, it really is a. 
snapshot of its time because in a reality show like t- if that was on today that mm-hmm. wouldn't have washed no. people would be like oh that's constructed reality yeah you know she would have known at the door that she would have been able to get in i don't think she knew no. yeah she, she was stuck with staff and i think like the cameras like let her you know willingly let her in and then like the producer and this is why sheree was like literally like oh no, no your name wasn't the- <laughs> like i don't know about sheree like i mean sheree well you know she's gets shadier <laughs> she's got some of the best one-liners but who's gonna check her <laughs> Who's going to check them? <laughs> that is one of the most iconic moments. Pusha, please, can you just break it down? Because you've seen it more recently than uh-huh. I've seen it about a thousand times over. But please tell me, give us a context of this okay. amazing catchphrase. So there's two, so there's two, uh, yeah. Um, so the, the first thing that we were talking about, so Nini uh, leaks and somebody called Kim get invited to a party by somebody called Sheree. And Sheree has Kim's name on the guest list, but not Nini's. So Nini and Kim come to this party, they go inside, and then someone goes up to them and tells them, oh, you, you, Nini, your name's on the list, you need to leave. <laughs> but <laughs> clearly they are all told, we're going to be filming a show together, yeah. you need to do stuff together so we can film it. But no one thought that these people were not going to invite each other at the last minute, literally. So it's, this is the kind of shit that kind of Asian aunties pull on each other. <laughs> It literally is like, oh, we had the party. Oh, we tried to call, but your phone was engaged. <laughs> it's like, what kind of bullshit is that? It's always, just tell the truth. Yeah, just tell it. Just say that you didn't want me there. And so the second <laughs> one, Sheree is trying to organise it. So parties are a big, there's always something going on in there's Atlanta. There's always a function of some sort. Exactly. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> so Sheree goes to this party planner and um, says to him, like, you know, you haven't, uh, she kind of checks in with him. Where is he at with the planning? Yeah. And this party planner gets very aggressive and very rude with her. But too aggressive. I think he was trying to get a little moment. He was stealing a moment on the show, wasn't yes, he? Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. this was this season two by then. So this is the season two opener. And oh. uh, it's quite uncomfortable to watch as well. Because, again, you just see this man shouting at her. And, like, Sheree She's kind of so goes into... calm and she, cool. Yeah, really calm. But I think also as well, she goes into a bit of shock there. Because it's kind mm. of like, oh, my goodness. Like, he gets so, so aggressive that yeah. you think he's going to, like, harm her. Or It was intimidating at one point. Very intimidating. Thought, yeah. And then she comes out with the best one-liner. She just says... So he was like, you need to be careful in case you get checked. <laughs> in case you get checked, exactly. And then, can I just also say as well, for a wardrobe note, she's wearing this amazing... <laughs> Wait, imagine look what you're wearing now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just snorted there, oh my God. And um, she's wearing this off-the-shoulder jumper. And then somehow, throughout this argument, she puts her glasses on. Bug eye glasses. And then he says, like, Who, what was it? who's going to check? She's, she was like, you need to be careful in case you get checked. Yeah, exactly. And then she's like... Who's going to check me, boo? And then she's and like... Because like, uh, 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 he what? has no idea what to say. He's so embarrassed. And she's like, are you okay? Yeah, and then she's like, who's going to check me? Pookie and them? And it's like, who's Pookie and them? Right, oh, that's oh, a that's famous the video afterwards when they say, when she was like, I was about to call Pookie and them yeah. and come whoop your ass. <laughs> and then I had to search up that that is the... the rep- I think it was in the reunion, they say... It's like, and that's asked her who are Pookie and them. Yeah, exactly. I, I need some Pookie in them. <laughs> that's the kind of thing you have in Wolverhampton. <laughs> and in any Punjabi community, actually. Yes. It's like Pinky and them, like, you know. <laughs> Pinky was always a butch one. Pinky always, she was always a butch one. She knew, girl. Like, honestly, she could have, like, you know, shot put for <laughs> Punjab. <laughs> she was on that rush. Eastern European <laughs> baseball team. Taking those supplements. <laughs> But the other, very quickly, the other thing that whole kind of thing shows is like um, it touches on black culture. Like it kind of, mm. it's not like a showcase for black culture, but mm. it is a 
touches on a lot of elements. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms yeah. of in terms of because they bring in a lot of really um, famous um, Black Americans. Yeah. So there's producers, so um, and singers. Like Candy, obviously, was yeah. introduced from season two. And I think that's nice because all those references I loved because like when Candy came on, she was like showing all of her Grammys and the plaques. And mm-hmm. There was a pink plaque because she produced <laughs> her Pink's best single, There You Go. There You Go. Uh, so um, what's the song called? There You Go. Sorry, no. what's the song called? <laughs> no, there you, there you go. There you go. Sorry, what? No, joke. Oh, yeah, it's most girls' first. Is it There You Go first? That was the second single, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so when... I'd see stuff like that. I was like, look, these people are huge. They've had a massive impact. I mean, obviously, she, the, the thing that she's really famous for is No Scrubs by TLC. Yes. She wrote that. She was obviously a member of Escape, which is a huge R&B group as well. Mm-hmm. But she, and I think you, she talks about this on the show. She could never really write her own kind of hit track. Like, mm-hmm. She was very good at collaborating with other big artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved that element of it. It kind of showed you, look, these are the faces behind some of the huge stars that you probably already consume in mm-hmm. some way or another. That whole kind of industry. Exactly. But then there's another side of it, which I know that the producers get a lot of slack um, stick on, is what kind of representation is this of black yeah. females mm-hmm. and you know what, there are some really tough moments to watch. I mean, these are the fun, shady bits that we talk about, but mm-hmm. later down, because um, I'm completely caught up. I'm on season, I think it's 14 now. Trust <laughs> <laughs> me, got so much to go, but it's it's such a well... It gets it gets extra shady from, like, a few seasons in. You'll start to see oh, really? a really cutthroat, and there are physical fights on there, which oh, is... Gosh. It happens on a few of those franchises. Yeah. But, but I think it's... Unfortunately, more and this is a you know they're trying they've always say to one another that we need to hold ourselves to a higher standard because we are you know representing black women and I feel like that's unfair that they have to be judged more critically if they do have any kind of physical altercation. Mm-hmm. Um, but those moments are huge, obviously as well, and that's why we I think <laughs> I sent you a link to Real Housewives of Potomac yeah. because it was a really big fight recently. Huge fight! Although I was totally you distracted. all over what? Tell me about it. the first reaction, and I didn't even notice this, and it it speaks volumes to. <laughs> your who I am exactly like literally you sent me this clip and I just saw oh my god there's so much Fendi and Gucci on this (laughs) everyone's wearing everyone's wearing like autumn winter Gucci Fendi so they've all got everyone's got like a a poncho on or a wrap or a scarf and then there's like Fendi but there's like a table full of Gucci and Fendi bags and I was like oh my god what am I meant to be watching here and then (laughs) when one I think it was Monique gets pulled away into another room (laughs) or something that's when I realised, oh shit, there was a fight. And I had to scroll back and see what happened. You're the only one that didn't see the fight. Because <laughs> I was distracted by the bags and coats, honestly. They are so label heavy. <clears throat> and this is one thing I've kind of... I didn't really know much <clears throat> about Georgia and Atlanta and a lot of these cities. Because they're... I don't know. It's just not been the probably a travel destination for people like us who live yeah. in Europe. But they are so labels obsessed and they're mm. very it's just um it's a very different vibe to what you get in new york and now when you see more of real houses of atlanta you'll see that actually look it's a it's a complete small microcosm of a community that they're just about showing off yeah. and that's why i do i love it it's just like who's got a bigger house mm. shade in someone's house that's built built in a ditch as it goes <laughs> later down in the season it is it's honestly one of my favorite ones shows to quote in terms of one-liners hmm. and shady moments i feel like i am who i am because of this show <laughs> so if you hate me then you're not gonna watch this show <laughs> but i have to say there's two things like i remember one thing that came up which you told me and i think also came up from my research as well was how hmm. this particular franchise the atlanta housewives has added brand equity 
Like it's one of the best performing shows oh, yeah, in is. terms of like it brings in the money. Because I remember the only yeah. other Real Housewives show, um, franchise I really watch is New Zealand. And, I've never seen that. Oh, don't bother. Oh, really basic and boring. So the first episode, there's one black character in it. And one of the uh, white ladies says something really racist. The next two episodes are kind of the fallout of that. Then there's like this muffled apology in the beginning of another episode. And then it's kind of like glossed over. And I was like, well, do you know what? If this had been any other franchise, mm. they would have chucked the dinosaur out and like got somebody else and, you know, really addressed it. But it was just such a, du- that, it was so dull. And I just, it, but then when I saw Atlanta, Atlanta was spicy. It was, it was kind of like, you know, Atlanta was like really, I don't know, it was juicy and it was They're fun. They're trailblazers, and... they really are. And I think every other um, state tries to replicate what they do, which mm. is, because they typically have, I think they've built this into the model now, they have like a trip or they go away somewhere together. Uh-huh. And that's usually when things kick off because mm. there's drinks involved and other people's husbands are around, so mm. it gets even more shiny. Oh gosh. Yeah, oh. it gets that low. Because the other thing I was going to say as well, like the housewives thing, it's kind of like a cheeky title mm. as well, because then you, do you know what I mean? Like it kind of challenges your connotation of like what you think. Yeah. Housewives are because these women also yes they are wives mothers daughters mm. etc. Um, but they're also like business women like they're really clever that they like you said this their whole if their whole thing is kind of like seen and be seen go to these parties go to these yeah. shops be wearing the right label they managed to monetize that Massively. make careers out of it yeah. and they, they showed that they're far more entrepreneurial than we would think like yes. you know that they've created a whole industry around them. Yeah, about their own brands, basically. They are their own brands, just by being themselves. Because yeah, Sheree, actually, I think <laughs> one of the biggest selling T-shirts is Who Gone Chatney Boo Who Gone Boo? I was like, I want, we need to get one We need to get those, exactly. Like, bravo, please send us stuff. Send like, you know, we will wear it. We will promote we the will show promote, until oh the my end. God. <laughs> until our <laughs> but who's going to check us, boo? <laughs> bravo and them. <laughs> Bravo lawyers and no bravo legal. Yeah, okay, well, we forgive you. Um, so yeah, so it ter- so that's a really good kind of lead into one of the questions I want to ask you. Yeah. So because they all have their own little niche. So Sheree has her a fashion line, Sheree yes. by Sheree, and Nini does a lot of TV. So she went into Glee mm-hmm. and fashion New Normal, police. Fashion Police, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you were on the show, yes. what would be your kind of little um, business venture? My niche. Well, of course, it'd have to be fashion, wouldn't it? I, I mean, like, you, I mean, you, you like, need a clothing line. I'd need my own clothing line. I'd have my accessories. Magazine. I'd have my fragrance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> B, instead of a faux bro. But it would just be B. <laughs> <laughs> BFF turn it sideways exactly. make it look like humps like bums <laughs> my humps my humps oh my god and then like I could have an OnlyFans version for the top <laughs> shelf like <laughs> so it's like that. twice a year and just get like loads of celebrity yeah, uh, yeah um, I think I'd probably be like a kind of fa- I'd definitely a maven like, of some sort exactly like I would do what Sheree did where she got that guy from Project Runway who I recognised as well and I was like oh my god yeah he was really who, good who was that so who somebody called Michael who was in this, I think he was in oh, season the, 10. Oh, the, the seamstress. Yeah, stress, so, but, um, so basically what happens is in season one, yeah, uh, Sheree mind. gets her, so Sheree has this uh, line called She by Sheree, which is, as uh, in a previous podcast we mentioned, there's only two brands that you should know in fashion. One is Bouchon's Fashion Friday. Oh, that's the only one. And then the other one is She by Sheree. Exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, so Sheree has like a fashion show and it doesn't go very well. Like in terms of, like, well, the clothes, basically she gets some samples made in New York. Yeah. And then the samples come back and they're absolutely awful. So rather, and then she's meant to have this big launch where the samples are meant to be launched. Buyers are there. <laughs> all of the elite are there. And then she just shows sketches and everybody's like, where are the clothes? Like, who throws a fashion show? Dwight. Oh my God, what are you talking about, Dwight? Oh my Dwight. God, Dwight. Oh who my throws a fashion show with no fashion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so can we please? 
completely talk about Dwight. So to picture him, I mean, you need to just Google him. Just Google him. He's he, fabulous. He, like, he's so, but his stuff is so like oversized is a thing. Like I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt, but he wears oversized ties. Like the tie is the size of his weight. He's tiny. He's he small guy. is literally but, like. Oh my god! Do you remember when like Nini raises money? For like running in heels. Oh, there. And then, uh, so basically, she does this thing where everyone has to run like a mile in heels or something. Like her husband, Greg, as well. Greg, oh, bless Greg him, does him it. in his socks. <laughs> Such an auntie thing to do. I love it. So there's aunties who wear like, you know, shawl kind of flip tops their socks to the temple and then they put it to one side. <laughs> and I remember like Dwight comes wearing this leotard and then like heels and he's so slender like <sighs> super slim and super. it was super hugger, uh, figure hugging figure, yeah. like nothing left to the imagination but then he had a penis enlargement didn't he because remember he says in the, re- <gasps> the reunion of season 2 and he's like very open about it oh because very... he ha- he's had a lot of work his nose oh the whole yeah his everything like he is Plumped. But I love that when he uh, when Sheree did her show because then Le- another character Lisa does a fashion show and like Sheree turns up late because her son's recital was that day. <laughs> she came up like not even dressed. She comes in a hoodie. And, like I say, it's that time when we went out to the Bollywood club and like we were all dressed <laughs> in lines and you were there in your cardigan and then someone came to check you. <laughs> <laughs> I got checked. You got checked. Oh my god, Pookie was there. Pinky and Pinky. And <laughs> you got checked by Pinky. Oh Pinky. my god. Pinky was like, "Sonny, is that you?" <laughs> and you were literally like, "Oh my god, oh I wish my dress fluorescent card." <laughs> oh god. So then Sheree, and then like Dwight kind of critiques the whole collection. Then he helps um, Sheree put on this really good show. Oh, so you've seen that bit, haven't you? Yes. Yes. And then like, so and he you, does a good job. Very good job, I would oh, say. Yeah, absolutely. a lot of credibility, props mm. where it's deserved. Yeah, no, absolutely. But who would you be on the show? Like, what, what would your profession oh, be? Oh, that's a really good point, actually. I mean, I mean, in later seasons, they start doing um, fitness DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> There's one called the Donkey Booty DVD. I mean, I don't have the Donkey Booty, but I could oh, get that. Is that where that comes from? I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. So there's this amazing character who is my absolute (laughs) favourite, who a lot of people don't like, Phaedra, or Shadra Park. Phaedra. (laughs) Phaedra is, she's this high-class attorney who is just, oh my gosh, she's married to this really hot, um, Fallon, basically. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, wow, like, you married your client? Seriously, how did you meet him? But... She is so... She was a lawyer as yeah. well. So, so maybe I could still do my day job <laughs> and pretend... You're corporate, a corporate hoe and then like have fell on the side. <laughs> and then do a Donkey Beauty DVD. So she defined, which cracked me up. I remember she was walking with Sheree down the street. And she's like, Sheree, your butt's amazing. She's like, you've got a big old reindeer butt. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I love that big old donkey booty put a put a stank on it and I'm like oh my god so then she started producing her own deep workout DVD donkey booty and yeah it was on Amazon Prime I need oh. to get us a copy <laughs> so yeah maybe I'd do that you'd be donkey booty oh my god that is so oh, funny dear. but I think we, let's move on to because this is the thing we could talk about that show forever we can talk about this the thing with these shows like oh, they have just inspired so let's move on so what's our next show like I don't know already. oh my goodness the next show is Below Deck yes! I'll be very careful how I say that <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it in a Kiwi accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Bush, tell us a little bit about this because you introduced me to this. Yes. And I, I am so far away. <laughs> I know, you've overtaken me. <laughs> <laughs> I love my reality TV. So, so, so tell, tell us about what Below Deck yeah. is. So Below Deck uh, focuses on a luxury yacht uh, pe- and the people who hire them. Yeah. And it follows the crew on the luxury mm. yacht. 
behind the scenes and shows us typically below who are typically below deck so it shows us what happens behind the scenes Mm. while the rich people come on board and stuff and we get to know and love these characters um, this was a show that I'd seen in America when I on my annual US trip. Oh. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> on my annual US trip. Um, so yeah. where, where was that? Where was that? So it was just an annual <laughs> US trip. <laughs> um, it would always be on, and like um, obviously because I, I didn't go there to watch TV, but um, I'd have it on in the background, and I was watching. I was, I was always thinking, oh, this is fun. And then yeah. like you know, there was like a British chef, and you know, um, and, yeah, and people were, like kind of like, moaning about having to do work, and I was like, oh god. But then um, when I, when lockdown happened here, mm-hmm. obviously, um, I, it, was, it was there on Netflix. So I was like, do you know what? Let's just give it a watch and see what it is. And that was it. I was hooked. It's you know what? I, 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 you recommended it to me. It was your to be fair. I trust your taste implicitly anyway. Thank you. But I've heard about it over time, especially because I watch. So um, one of the big producers on Bravo is Andy Cohen. Yes, and he has his own little nightly TV show, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Um, yeah. Watch what happens live, and he has like different people from the cast of his different various franchises. Mm-hmm. And I remember some people coming on from Blow Deck, and I just thought, oh, yeah, they're really hot. I was like, it's mm. just that kind of basic show. It's not, I'm not going to watch it. Mm. And then people started talking about it on the radio as well. I think I heard someone say, oh, you know, it's funny because they whinge about, like, oh, the guests want to take the slide out again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what kind of crew is this that they don't want to work there? I was like, now I need, now, now we know why. It takes four hours to set that damn slide up. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, my God. They hate it, and I'm like, I hate looking at it. It's yeah. just like, I want to go on it. I don't want to see them build it. But as soon as you said it, I, I loved it, and it is a laugh minute. And again, the crew are like so shady to the guests. They don't have a back. So rude. Do you remember there was like one um, party that came on, and then they say to the stew, they're like, um, you know, we want service. Like, serve us properly. Like, you know, whatever it is, too much, like, bring... And then everybody complains and complains and complains. And they give the biggest tip of the season. They do. Yeah. So just to explain, like, the the process of it. So what happens is these rich people charter this yacht. Probably only for about two nights. Yeah, two, two, three nights. Yeah, exactly. And then so it's up to the crew to organise all the events, all the food, all the cleaning, Mm. blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, it's customary for the client to give a tip. Yeah, which is very common in the US anyway. Yeah, tip, yeah, it's the tipping culture, exactly. And yeah, the tipping denotes kind of like the level of service. So you're expected to go above and beyond, I think, to mm. get your tip, to get Absolutely. an exceptional tip. Yeah, but they, they always get some, from what I've seen, they mm. always get something, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the captain, yeah, divides it between absolutely yeah. everybody, which is... How it should, way be. It should yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. But this uh, particular people came on, and like because the crew are so snobby, <laughs> they're like, oh god, these people that they're, they're eating like they pigs. And... Down on because they were new money. Now I remember who. Yeah, that was. do you know they blocked the toilet as well? Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they, were nice they were lovely. They just wanted to like have fun and like. Yeah, it worries me a bit because then like you do think to yourself like you know sometimes when you go to like a spa or something, and like you wonder like. If, is that how people look at you? Like you know, no, you know, because we're fabulous. Well, no, they wouldn't dare. Exactly, they wouldn't tell each other. But I think it's a shame, really, because like you think like um, that is. Tr- I've never even thought about that. Actually, I'm just too busy. I mean, like, them what they've done wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like I care what they think in that respect. But I just mean in the sense no, that I like that. Do you know what you mean? This you want... is just the service industry. This yeah. is what they're like behind closed doors. <laughs> oh my god, that's what we're like. Yeah, we are <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, it's it's just a really fun show and like you know yeah like you said like that everyone looks gorgeous on oh, they are well mostly gorgeous most of them i mean are. not adrian <laughs> but they have oh god they, they have really good personalities as well they intend and but the thing is i do genuinely feel like they pick people that 
have done that job. Yes. Most of the time. Occasionally you'll see someone that has no experience because clearly they've been cast Andrew. for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Andrew. Oh, I loved Andrew. God. Oh, so God. Andrew was so dumb. He left um, one of the... <laughs> so they're a at sea keys. and he left a port key or port window open and sea salt comes in and into the... <laughs> floods their quarters. Floods the quarters. And what is sea salt? It's gonna. It's gonna. It's corrosive. It's corrosive. <laughs> yeah, it's corrosive. which I learned from the show. The yeah, oh exactly. God. And then he's like, uh, he doesn't admit to it, and then he admits he lies to his experience. Then they get rid of him, and then they bring in he was Logan. So cute, though. Oh, I did like him. <laughs> well, it's really inappropriate. Do you remember there was one? There was a woman who was <laughs> like, com- like, com- and also like, there are men and women who are both inappropriate. On oh no, show. no, it's completely equal. Yeah, yeah, like this is like kind of like the women get harassed, the men get harassed. Like for example, <laughs> Kelly on the slide. Oh, he loved it. He was like a hoe anyway. Oh so like, and that was, actually, that was the other reason I watched it because you were like, <laughs> if you want, you need to watch the show because his pics leak online. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm watching it. I was literally like, this is why it was such a perfect lockdown show because it was like, a, it was like reflected kind of things. Like, we were all locked down. We're in this context. Like, I started doing a turn down service at home <laughs> because I was like so obsessed with it. Like, I'd go, um, you know, seven o'clock. I'd be like, right, let's fluff up the cushions. You're folding a toilet just, roll, you know, like, trying folding it, just knocking, asking everyone else in the house, do you need anything else? Do you need anything else? <laughs> that was your excuse for stocking up the loo yeah. roll as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think there was a shortage? It's because I, I hoarded it all for my luxury cruise. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. No, but I, I, I absolutely love how they really do follow them working hard. It, it, it taught me, actually, this is not an easy job. And no. we take things for granted in terms of when you go to, like, a hotel and have an experience at the spa, all that stuff. There's a hell of a lot of work behind all those fake smiles. Yeah. And that's just kind of made me conscious of it now. And I just think, no wonder. You literally have to do it in front of everybody. And there is no, there is nowhere to hide. Like, if you're having a bad day on the ship, no. like, you cannot escape from it. Really. And the, the captain does like, make me laugh. He's almost like the guy from the bird's eye. Oh, captain. God. He's like the captain. Yeah, the captain bird's eye. <laughs> like, who's like, had enough and is so, like, so close to retirement. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> over it. He gets invited to the dinners. And there's another reference to Andrew. This lady who was obsessed with Andrew. It was, you You were like, you're just like that lady that's obsessed with Andrew. <laughs> she is So she's so, got huge bosoms. And she places them. Because the, the captain got invited to dinner one yes. evening. Because that's kind of customary, isn't it? Mm. I don't think they should offer. Mm. And she put her breast on his head. And he doesn't, because he's obviously trying to impress them and please them. But he's not fake, but he doesn't say it when he's trying his to... His face is a picture. He just holds it in. <laughs> and you can tell if the captain's upset with a guest, he says nothing. But everyone else gets told off. So funny. And also that boob was heavy. Like, do you know, like her, like no disrespect to her, but her boobs were like human. They were real, first of all. They must have been. Because they were down to her knees. Come yeah, on. And then, like, I need a steel girl. But when she put... <laughs> But when she put it on his head, I think he was he was kind of like dumbfounded. It's kind of like you only do something heavy on your head. It's like a juggle. <laughs> it was just missing the bright lights oh, and God. all the people dancing around. For those of you, I mean, I'm surprised I know what a juggle is. <laughs> I know so am I. I think that's, it. that's why I'm having a spasm right now. What? Don't you tell, I don't know what it is. I don't even know what don't it you know what is. The juggle is. No, I, I know what it looks like, but yeah. what does it mean? What does it seem like? <laughs> so way back in the day um, in Punjabi villages, uh, when there was a wedding about to happen, because weddings was of such great cost, yeah. there was this idea that um, 
And because you were going to invite everybody and everyone was going to be fed at the wedding and stuff like that, you'd have something called a juggle. So a juggle is like a steel container. And it's decorate, <laughs> decorated with like Christmas decorations or like kind of very jazzy decorations. Jazzy is the word. And then what would happen is the, the wedding party, the bridal party would go to everyone's house and with the juggle. And the idea was to announce to the whole village that like, there's a wedding about to happen. Yes. So, you know, give us £10. That's going to cover your like, food and stuff like that. And the whole village would muck in and like give you a tenner. It was just this idea. It was the start of the festivities. Because mm. then obviously, like as we've discussed mm. before, Punjabi weddings are like five years long <laughs> <laughs> with a million events and five million outfit changes. But it's another reason. So it's interesting. another reason they do that is because they... A lot of the weddings, um, it was customary to have an introduction or like a, an arrangement. So they wanted to go to the cold community to find someone that was suitable. So as soon as they were found, it was also a way of saying, look, stop sending people. Is this something completely made up? That's I, completely made up. I don't know who told me that. I thought I maybe made it. No, no, no. <laughs> It's a great story, but it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> Depends on who you are, maybe. I mean, but yeah, it was, it was more like a kind of, it was just a way to get the whole village involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just more to announce that there's, it was kind of the start of proceedings. Oh like uh, like some Hindu Punjabis, for example, hold a prayer meet before, mm-hmm. then they'll do a jaga, then they'll do. But um, like I said, like, there's so many regional differences. I mean, oh. we're from the same, our parents are from the same town in Punjab yeah. and we do things differently. Yeah, it's you so know, true. So it's, it's, it's yeah. weird. I love how we got sidetracked. Below, <laughs> below deck to juggle. That is, you know, you're never six degrees away from a juggle. <laughs> Actually, so that was below deck boob juggle. It's like, what? Oh, only the podcast is mine. Only the podcast only, is mine. It's the only way to get there. I get this content anywhere else. I feel like we've already been um, answering some of the, the next question, but I'll, yeah. we'll still pick up on a few other hilarious ones. So it's favourite moments from the show. And we've talked about slides mm-hmm. and the fighting and the bitching. There are another couple of them which you've just reminded me of. Um, so we've talked about the, the one with the boob. Mm. It's um, one moment with um, our chief stew. Yes. And she is trying to please these um, a, a, a guests. I think these guests are, they're all gay men. Yes. So very high standard, bitchy, difficult. And they are perving on everyone and each other. And we are perving on them as we're watching. But they are such hard work. And yeah. they're giving her such a hard time. And they, Because she has resting bitch face, which I think a lot of people suffer from. It mm. is a real condition. Oh, absolutely. And I remember when I first... What, I've forgotten her name. Kate. 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 Mm. I remember when I first came across her. Did she get introduced on the second season? Yes. Because she the first... Did. So the chief stew is the person who looks after all the kind of service side of it. So they do all the kind mm. of like... Serving of the food, the yeah. laundry, the cleaning. Oh, gosh, that yeah. looks like hard work oh, as well. Gosh. Constant laundry, yeah. constant ironing. It's mind-numbing. It's non-stop. And then also making drinks as well. Serving drinks. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Mm. And seven, then serving the tea afterwards. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> On the yeah. reunion. And she, she's got this kind of demeanour where she really means business because she knows her job very well yes. so she's very committed to it mm-hmm. but she she has some amazing one-liners and she's like cutthroat sometimes but I don't think she necessarily has an intention to hurt people it's no. just that's her personality and it's a bit sense of humour yeah but these guys are just not having any of it. They're like, you, you know, can you show us a smile? You've got <laughs> such a pretty smile. She is not impressed, is she, at all. So, so tell us what she does in retaliation. <laughs> and it is, you know what? I didn't do it. I wanted, by the time you came up, there's a blanket on my bed at the corner. I should have laid it out. Like, you were meant to today. I, that's the one God. thing I asked you to do is preparation. Oh. <laughs> so what does she do with the, t- the So, with the, so basically, yeah, so basically, it's actually quite an uncomfortable scene to watch, isn't it? Because... 
it's this idea of like these people are just like, can you smile? Can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah. And like, it's all these kind of like men kind of like saying to taunting her, taunting her. And also, I feel I feel really I, feel, I really felt for her in that moment because, like you said, she has an expression which may not be perceived as friendly. Yeah. That doesn't mean she isn't a friendly person. You're right. You're right. You're it's just their perception of it. So she just basically gets so, so upset. And there's kind of, because you're on this boat, you're in this kind of contained quarters. You have nowhere to express it. Exactly. So when she's doing her turn down, she makes um, his towel on his bed into the shape of a penis. And then she takes a picture of it. And then obviously it blows up into this whole incident. And everyone's like, you know, she's like, oh, it's not a penis. It's a rocket. (laughs) She's like, yeah, these are the clouds. This is the actual rocket. And it's like, but what? uh, That was quick thinking. That was very quick thinking. She is so good at that. Yeah, because that she could get fired for doing stuff like that. I mean, literally, they will have her off the boat. But then, what's great about that is it breaks the ice with that client. It does, and it shows them that actually they were wrong to kind of put that. I mean, they don't apologize to her, which I think is really poor. Yeah, but they were quite gracious. I'm glad they took it well. Yeah, yeah, he took it well, and also it's reflected in the tip at the end. They get a good tip. Yeah, so (laughs) not a rocket size tip, but it was. But it was, it, it's quite, it, when you watch it, you just realise it's one of those things like, you know, in the heat of the moment, it seems like such a, because it's like those things at work. It's like it when is. someone scrawls like graffiti at work or someone does a poo on the floor and then suddenly <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh my God, I've watched. in my halls. Oh, did it? It happened. So as you said, I worked in media. I won't name the organisation, um, <laughs> but this was like a good, te- what, what is it, 10 years ago or something? No, not even 10 years ago. It's 15 years ago, there was a place I was working, yeah. and someone did a poo on the floor, and then there was literally like... In a... the open plan office? They, they did it in front of people as well? No, 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 no. no. Oh, it was just literally... So bad, literally so someone, went to the, oh, someone went to the loo, and then they were like, oh my God, there's a poo on the floor, and then it was like... Oh. Oh, and then like after that, there was like notes on the back of the door saying, don't poo on the floor. Wow. Is that like either they really had to go or... But the thing is, like, or maybe they... They wash their hands up. They wash their... I hope so. But what I don't understand, like, about that is, like, you know, if I was Columbo, I'd be, like, kind of like, oh, they did the poo on the floor. Maybe they didn't know they did it because they needed to go so badly or... In the toilet? No, it, was off, it didn't make it into the... So no, you yeah, said so they were in the actual quarters. So it was in the... Yeah, exactly. That's so strange. And this is what I mean. Like, I, I reckon that they might have just, like, Maybe had to go just... so desperately yeah. that slipped... <laughs> they didn't realise. Then they sat down and did the rest of but it. they didn't decide to clean it up. But they, maybe they didn't realise it was there. Maybe because, like, you know... Oh who no! Who knows I mean, what state this person was in, exactly. mentally and physically? They also remind me on Blow Deck of like when the toilet gets blocked. Oh. Like... Oh. See, this is the thing. I always used to think, "Oh, I'd love to do it," but then I'd realise that I don't want to clean other people's stuff up. Like I, I like hazmat suit when I'm cleaning my own apartment. <laughs> let alone someone else's. Someone else. I mean, it's a tough gig, isn't it? But having said that, that leads us nicely to our bonus question. So, oh, I love this. Yes, so, yes, what yes. role would? Oh, do you want to ask me first, or do you want to? I don't mind. Yeah, you, uh, you can ask me. Yeah, okay. So, what role would you assume if you were uh, on the below deck? If I was below deck, mm. um, that's a really good question. I think I would. Pro- I'd probably prefer to do the steward's job, the yes. chief steward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think I'd rather work on the with the deck crew because they're always the hot people. <laughs> so I'd rather just flirt around with all the guys and and the butch women. <laughs> but you couldn't lift the heavy ropes. Do you remember that? Oh, I know. That's a tough thing. About yeah, it does look like really hard. It's work. very physical, isn't it? Like these guys are real. They they buff for a reason because like yeah. that's it's not easy. But to I th- I think I would try hard, and I think I would do it. So mm-hmm. I. I'd, I'd probably be on the deck crew. You'd be on the deck crew. Well, no surprise, I'd be a chief stew. You, 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 you know, know I would be born to the job. What? Honestly, you would be the leader in that group. I would. would. Can you imagine? I'd be like, because I just want to announce what the chefs made. 
So the chef has made for you uh, flour chapati, flour <laughs> chapati, and that's a lentil, and that's some vegetables with it, and there's some aubergine. It's some yogurt. <laughs> exactly. I'd be like, can we get some mango pickle? I'd be like, sure. They're just doing it in the meal. I don't think I'm going to see them do it. No, can you? I don't think Ben knows how to. They're, they're, they're like, I won't cook Indian. So Ben is the British chef on there, and like he's kind of very sarcastic, and like he gets really red. He's very like Gordon Ramsay in terms of his mood swings. Oh, is God. that a chef thing? I think so. It must be, and also because really he's got like a tiny thing. kitchen, which is like the size of a table. Oh, yeah, the galley. It's and then like he's got to make all these uh, these meals. They do incredible. You know, that's yeah. one thing. I've, I mean, I don't know what it tastes like, but yeah, <laughs> that shit. It probably. Does. I mean, I also think it's a part. Like, when you hear the guests kind of overreacting to how tasty the food is, I'm like. Is it really that good or is it just because of where you are and you want people to think like yeah. it's a fabulous experience? Mm-hmm. But I don't think they pay for it. Let's just kind of take the curtains back a little bit. The beef curtains. Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they pay. I, because who yeah. would want to pay to have their holiday filmed yes. without, unless it's a discount? They either pay less. Mm. They definitely pay the tip. Maybe, or maybe the tip is what they pay. Because then, like, I think to charter one of these yachts is something like 50 grand, 50 grand a day. Oh, day. Yeah, that makes sense Something to me. like that. That does make sense to me. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, maybe they just agree to pay the tip. So then, actually, for if you divide it between, like, eight people mm-hmm. or however many there are, it's actually value for money. You can go on a cruise for, like, $2,000. Yeah. And just have, like, this point. camera crew. For, and also, if you think about it, the camera crew don't really follow you around. You just make the demands, so they of can. Course. The producer probably comes up to you and like says, um, "Oh, do you want another cocktail, or do you want something like that?" And then like you know, they can see Kate's having a bad day downstairs. That's so true. Go and ask her for another cocktail, and they're yeah. like, "Hi, could we get another?" And she's probably like, "Because what I love about the reason Kate is my spirit animal is because she's, like, she's brilliant. She's super judgy, and I love that. Like you know, she yes. um, looks at uh, their handbags and stuff. And that's I remember once I made this comment to my uh, to one of my former managers where I was like, um, you know, if you're going to buy a Louis Vuitton bag. Don't go on the bus because that's not. What... <laughs> this, is, this is what. Oh my god! That's why I was thinking about getting a really nice watch, and I was like, I don't think I live that lifestyle. Yeah, like, like a Rolex or something. I was like, so many people have Rolex, and I'm like, but you, yeah, you get the bus. But you get the bus. Where are you going to wear it? Like, if you're going out to regular benefits, but it's nice and to dinner, be nice. It's nice to have. You can have it. You, like, know, have you can. Ha- you don't have it. Have it. Yeah, but... have it. But I just mean like in the sense that you know, if you're going to use that as your everyday bag. Um, <laughs> don't put lunchbox in it. Don't put like, exactly, and then your pasta spills everywhere, oh, and like you know, tomato no. sauce, and you ruin the lining. But then also, she would be like, you know, you've got all this money, and that's how you choose to dress. And I was like, that is so true because you can pay someone to tell you. But then at the same time, that's the luxury of having money. You, you know, you can yeah. do what you want, and people, you know, can say what they want. Like, exactly. You know? But that's why she's my favorite character she, because I, 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 she comes out with so many amazing analogies. So what does she do? She gives everyone a persona. <laughs> I was just, and there's so many amazing throwbacks to fonts that I remember from my school days because <laughs> Times New Roman, Times New Roman, Wingdings. <laughs> she didn't mention Surfer. That was one yeah. of my favourite <laughs> I love Surfer. Did you put it on your binder? Like, <laughs> I used to I remember we'd do these projects at school, and it was a time, I don't know what they do at school, and that's probably all emailed, mm. but we'd print everything off, and I, sometimes we wanted to pat it out because people were like, oh, I did 15 pages. Yeah, like, oh my bitch, god. I'm yeah. only 17 now, mm. but I'd get the word out make a really big thick title at the top and then put loads of clip art everywhere in it I remember when I got my new Lexmark printer I was like, like rinsing that ink 
But when she did the pot throwback, I was like, that is legend is so genius. That was amazing. Because they did personify all the people that she had assigned. All the crew basically got assigned a font, didn't they? And there's like, oh, oh so God, funny. it was in keeping with their personality. My favourite moment was like in season two. So, you know, when, um, so Adrian is the chief student uh, season one and she's horrible. I cannot I stand her. what she looks like. She's now. like really plain Jane, really angular, really boring, basic bitch. Watch back, yeah. And then like in the second season, they uh, take the guests to a barbecue on the beach. So it was a lesbian lady, do you remember, who came with Oh, I remember yeah. Adrian, I remember <laughs> now. And then like... So... <laughs> Sorry, just okay, the Exactly, story. which I'm going to build up to. It's like, so they go to the beach and uh, Kate, who's like the stew, sees Adrian who used to be... So it's basically like seeing your old manager. So your old manager knows how much it takes to do these kind of things. And then she just kind of like sits, like she's there somehow. And then like, because the client really loves her... And they start mingling around and uh, talking. And what I love is Eddie, the bosun, who you really like. Oh, I think yeah. he's so cute. Oh, he's really sweet. He's sweet, well. he's like, sweet. He, but there's definitely way hotter talent later <laughs> on. Oh, really. And then, like, he comes to the beach and he sees Adrian and he runs back to the boat. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. He just turns around. <laughs> he literally turns around. He's like, nope. Oh, you know what? I would have done the same. I'm like, I'm not seeing that bitch. And these poor Kate alone. I mean, Adrian comes back on the boat and then scissors the old lady. She like, remember? <laughs> She's like, let's do, a, let's do a selfie together. What should we do? And she goes, let's scissor each other. Their pedendas were literally... She, was she gay or not? Or I think, she, I think she was possibly bi. Well, she just did, she's one of those people that just tried to bait people. And it's just like, I don't like that. It was really uncalled for and unnecessary. And you could see why she wasn't a popular cheater. And she wasn't very good at her job either no. because... Everyone else was just doing what they do. I just remembered her now. She's so basic. In that first season when those, it was those gay women that came mm. on board and then they kind of wanted to put someone else in. Was it Kat? They wanted to put Kat in yes. an outfit. And then as soon as Adrian realised that they were putting her in an outfit, she, she wanted to be the model. And she was just like, oh, I'm happy to model in this bikini and stuff. And she started camping it up. And I was like, who is this? You don't have a personality. Stop pretending. Oh my God, it's like my former supervisor was like that once we had to make this video. And, um, you know, when she kind of saw my portions were amazing and then she was literally like, had me kind of like cut down, and me uh, and a few other people cut down and then she had her own basic portions put into it. And then it looked really bad because at the end it just looks like she's going for a run and you're like, this is, how does this represent the company again? <laughs> the uh, expectation <laughs> no exactly <laughs> oh my god but yeah so that is an, um, another amazing show that we've been upset thank you Bush for introducing well me my I mean I trust you it was, yeah. I mean so many other people had said it but then as soon as you said you've got to watch this it's, it's, got, like, the t- it's, got, the, it's got that stamp it got that stamp but so, final show so what's the final selling sunset yeah oh my god straight to escrow oh, so <laughs> I know loads of people have been watching this yeah, you've all seen this all three seasons because if you're like us you inhaled them because these episodes go so quickly they are, it's, is it really short or is they're, it just they're like 40 minute episodes but for some reason I'll start watching it and I'm already up to episode 4 and I'm like this just feels like one episode of the <laughs> And then the next four episodes are going, it's like, coming up on next season. You're like, no, no! the season just started. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so the premise of this is following, again, a group of women that work for, is it the Oppenheimer group? The Oppenheimer group. Oh, <laughs> these two they pour you some wine, from some Oppenheim wine. <laughs> oh my God, they love their branding, don't they? Oh my. That t-shirt. <laughs> But you know what? You've got to give it to Netflix. They have produced a, such a glossy... It's like so glossy. It's oh like... Oh, God. The, the way it, what it reminds me of is The Hills back in the day. That vibe, but like... 
for now. Well, it's produced by the guy who did The Hills. Is it Adam Devello? Mm-hmm. I knew it! I could mm-hmm. read out Adam Devello all over this show. He's like oh. a white Ken Mock. <laughs> <laughs> I love The mm. Hills. It had all that mm. uh, really basic drama with really poor links between the storylines. <laughs> it it's like one minute they're doing their internship then they're like meeting, you know, oh, I'm so busy today and they'll be like having a long lunch and it's like, well, no wonder you're so it's fucking busy. You're not doing anything. And they were, yeah, they were constantly just chatting to one another. And this is just my favourite kind of thing. But they are, um, uh, not stockbrokers, they are... So the estate, uh, estate, estate agents. Estate agents or what? Real estate brokers, that's yeah, what yeah, I was thinking brokers, of. Yeah. They're American stockbrokers, they wish. <laughs> God, can you imagine Davina, well, I can imagine Davina being a stockbroker, but... Oh, oh, Maya. Oh, Maya, She's, yeah. She, she belongs in that industry, yeah. actually, in another industry, because she ain't got the personality for this show. Sorry, we'll come back after that. But they it profiles them in like the Hollywood Hills, doesn't yes. it? And like really high value, high end properties that are like set in the hills of Hollywood. And it's yeah, it's super well produced, like really glossy, like really high production, amazing outfits, fashions. <gasps> My God, I mean, this show is just like it's. It really is kind of like the way that it's kind of like an almost algorithm of like all the like how to make the perfect reality TV show. <laughs> I mean, uh, the other thing as well, though, is really interesting is the kind of dy- office dynamics it picks up on. It does like pick up on a lot of when, things that we experienced. We've talked about this. We talked about this, yeah, we? Like, we were saying, like how we were saying how when you've worked, like I've worked in like all female teams where I've been the only male. And it's a very similar dynamic to this. Mm-hmm. And like, I think they, they've captured it really interestingly. Because yeah. like, again, like sometimes with reality TV, you watch it and you think most of these problems would be solved if people just didn't give a damn what others thought about themselves. <laughs> exactly. Or a WhatsApp group. It just solved the whole problem. But um, yeah, it's just like, you know, the kind of competition to go, that whole idea of mm-hmm. where you're trying to like show off yourself as an individual and try and progress in your work. Yeah. But then you've also got to manage your colleagues. You've got to manage upwards as mm. well. So there's two little dwarves, like oh. twin dwarves. Because they have sales targets, don't they? Just yeah. so people understand how they get remunerated. I think it's based on the commission that they get for yes. the sale as a seller or a buyer, depending on what part of the um, exchange they're involved. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time they don't always... So they're meant to be doing their own PR and marketing mm-hmm. and getting calls in. Yeah. But a lot of the time it is through the relationship that the two owners have, these two brothers, but they don't always divvy out the op- you know, opportunities equally do. Hashtag they? Mary. <laughs> oh, she gets God, Mary gets all the work. And like, she's honestly, got Remain. Oh God. So let's talk about Remain. So yeah, Remain. Really Remain. Remain. This is not the. This is not one side of the Brexit campaign, by the way. <laughs> it's Romain, as in the letters. <laughs> Just in case anyone was wondering. Oh, he like, do you know, like it's it's funny in one way, like, and this is a terrible thing to say, but only in LA could he be that successful. So <laughs> not, true. Not so dumb. I mean, his talent is literally for being dumb, young, and and full of kids. <laughs> 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 virulent soldiers yes. yes exactly vibrant soldiers he, he's a big tall man mm-hmm. his birthday's on the same day as mine which I found out so surprised oh my goodness. but in depressingly he could be my son <laughs> he's an adult <laughs> exactly if, he, if I was sexually active like you know at a certain age he would have been my oh child my like you know and then when I saw that I was like oh my god I wonder how old he is and I was like oh bloody hell like but you know he is a, a statue of a man isn't he yeah. he's just beautiful tall ripped French accent. French accent, exactly. And, you know, he, I mean, I don't speak much French, but I think he hates Davina. Oh, my. <laughs> God, he's all like, Davina is this, she's a snake, I told you, babe. Like, you know. <laughs> so, so there are a few, this is the funny thing about this show, because 
I, I feel like this might be a, a, a some real staff from this company because some of them are very basic and they have no personality or mm-hmm. no fashion sense. But they're still about the show. They get to have a moment. And you kind of think over the season, they'll start getting upgraded. <laughs> but <they don't>. it <laughs> I'm still waiting. Well, on that note, who is your favourite character and why is it Christine Green? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm outing myself here as Team Christine Quinn. Uh, if you come with me, like Chriselle, I'm sorry. Christelle, you mean? Chris- oh, God. Oh, my God. It, it is Christine. Of course it's Christine. She is just so... You know what? She knows. I think it's because these shows are matured over time and people have realised what kind of characters go down. Because I think in the beginning, like if we go back to like the Big Brother days at the first season when mm. Nasty Nick, we hated him. We really did hate yeah. him. We didn't want him to be on the show. But then... As time went on, we realised those characters that push people's buttons are the ones that are entertaining. So I'm Big Brother when they vote those people out. I'd get frustrated because I'd be like, now you've got a bunch of boring, happy people. Are you satisfied? Exactly. We get season four of Big British. So this is British Big Brother we're talking about. Oh, it's yes. like season four when everybody liked each other and got along. And they would try and do stuff like they just put cold water. Was that water. with Helen and Paul? No, that was season three. Was season four was Cameron. Do you remember the Scottish guy? Was, See, we don't even remember Exactly. There was no, I don't even remember it. Can't even remember who won season four. Uh, I have no idea. No, 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 no. See, we need characters like this. But also, I like that Christine is unapologetically herself at work in she the is. sense that, like, you know, in that environment, if you're or nice Nancy, you're mm. not going to get any commissions. You're not going to yeah. get anything. You do need to be a bit assertive, and I mean, that's hard to, to do. Especially when they had to deal with that guy. What was his name? That horrible man who's got the compound. Remember the 75 million house? Oh, my God. Avi or something. Uh, or... Did, was he... Um, An- Anand or what Russia. Something Adnan. like... I think it's a Russian... Adnan. 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 Yeah, oh, God. That's, that's the 75 million listing. Well, it's too high. It it's is too far too high. Because it's too basic as well. Oh. I didn't like the styling. Well, the whole thing, do you remember? Millionaires have views. Yes. Billionaires have... What was it? Oh, I can't <laughs> oh, it's that amazing catchphrase that you just can't forget. <laughs> oh, no, that was it. So millionaires have views, billionaires have compounds. But that's it. Yeah. That's exactly but it. But it looked like a prison because, yeah, like you said, you couldn't see anything... And like it was very big, but I just like I was. It's classic people. I think um, what am I going to say? I'm not going to say it actually. I would say, <laughs> but some people have a taste where they just plow huge amounts of money into things, and they think that creates value. Yes, and having you know the statement that oh, I've got the most expensive property. I see this sometimes at work with certain type of clients, mm-hmm. and it's just that kind of mentality, and it just puts me off because it makes me think, look, you can't decide the price of something; the market will decide. Yes, exactly. And the market says no. <laughs> it, I, did, I didn't like, but yeah, when Chris, she got grilled, didn't yeah. she, by Adnan, and she Absolutely. did quite well. I thought she held up under that, and I just thought because I'm, it kind of put me in the frame of mind that kind of Naomi Campbell gets a lot of criticism for being really difficult, mm. but I realised when you think about what oh, <laughs> way to talk about this, I know. <laughs> But it's just the idea of like when you think of how far like if you think back on your own careers as well like on our own careers mm. how much we've had to go through how much kind of we've had to put up with mm. and like you know for women that's like 10 times more yeah, you know much, they, much, I mean because one thing this show is really sly about it doesn't talk about the gender pay gap because no. like you can imagine those two little dwarves are getting far more than their staff are that's a good point but then they're the owners of the company they are but I just think that like are they paying their staff like I oh. still imagine that even on top of I mean because if you think about it Christine brings in so much uh, business uh, Mary does a lot of like Mary does the deals obviously she's obviously got a lot of experience she's got she's experience exactly. <laughs> no, I'm joking I'm joking she's not, she's but Maya brings in you know everybody brings in a lot of commission and stuff 
So if you, if you think along those lines... Um, yeah, why then, is it that the women are the ones that are all the subordinates and there's no men that are the juniors? Exactly. That's why do you want... And also, like, you know, the season three as well, I noticed a lot of people were... What's her name? Amanda. A lot of people were kind of against her. Oh, and I was I like... like yeah, I really She's like her really as well. She's well. so pretty. And also, like, you know, she... Single mum working so hard going yeah. through this really difficult divorce. There are loads of microaggressions in that. So many. And I just thought to myself, like, you know, this is what happens when you introduce a, someone who is not, like, you know, blonde, blue-eyed. from what they've had in the yeah. show previously. I, and I thought, that, but what's clever is the show <laughs> completely sidesteps that. Because I don't know if there was also, like, um, they tried to pitch this other show recently, which came on Netflix, which okay. was the East Hamptons I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called New York Million Dollars. Oh, is it the similar version of this, the East yes. Coast version? I do remember. I think I asked you and you said it was basic. It was dreadful. I'm not watching it. And basically it's the same, it's kind of like the same, same premise principle. in the Hamptons, but it just didn't work. And also because there was like one black staff member mm. and the whole thing turns into a witch hunt against him. Oh. And, you know, the show just sanctions it. And I just thought to myself, that's just so, so awful. But I think what Selling Sunset does is it manages to kind of, like, circumvent. It doesn't go into that area. You know, it's not that show, is it? Mm, it's no. just not the platform to exactly. kind of explore. And these people, I, I mean, I don't think they can represent that. Kind no, of exactly. Dilemma it's not where I'd expect. But it's, it's, it's interesting to observe it as, like, a viewer where you think to yourself... Oh, this is so this little microcosm, like you know how they kind of interact with each other, it's and true. it is literally like privilege battles. It's like kind of like, well, look, I don't have to worry about this, or this, this, and this, so I can just you know, and then it does turn into this kind of like me, me, me. I want, 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 yeah. and it's like, well, why should you have this? Oh, because I'm privileged. But it's like, but I'm privileged too. <laughs> so what happens when privilege meets privilege? Like, how do that you deal so with that? True. So I, I think that's that's a really fascinating like aspect of it. No, but I, I mean, I, that's why I liked Christine as well, and I think she was right to be suspicious of Chriselle. Although I don't like Chriselle's husband, well, former husband. Mm. I've been watching This Is Us. I don't know if you've seen I it. I haven't, no. Um, he's in that. And he, and like everyone's... So oh. what is he now? Is he a sports person? Or and he's an actor. He's an actor. Mm. Okay. And she's an actress as well. Well, you were getting very bad at that. <laughs> you can tell, yeah. She's currently in Dancing with the Stars, which oh, is like... I did hear about this. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's so frustrating because I, I tried to like her, but you know, if when after I heard... I was the smelly kid oh. about 15 times. We're like, I hate it when like, you know, really like, I mean, she's obviously a very attractive yes. woman and it's just like, she's trying to be relatable by making references to stories that maybe she thinks the basic people, because that's what I feel like she sees a difference yes. in the smelly kid and herself. And it's like, look, I, I like that you've gone on a journey and you've progressed, but you're, I feel like you're using that in a really... Like you're shoehorning it in. Yeah, literally. Shut up. Like your shoehorn, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of that. So that's why I just, I don't think she's sincere. And she kind of swan, she did swan in to mm. this business and think Get that she bell was, put up, honestly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I thought, you're not the, you know, the the, the, the ringleader here. So no. just get over yourself a little bit. And also, when you go into a new place, you need to prove yourself. You can't, ex- like, well, certainly, you can't just go in and expect everyone to fall at your feet. No. Like, you've got to come in with something so shit hot or be so good at what you do. You know, it takes time, and also it takes time to settle in. And I think that she was... And she had no experience in the job either. No, exactly. And then do you remember when she told about Maya's pregnancy? Before, like, uh, Maya had even... I mean, that's the kind of shit that you don't pull in the first... In your probationary period. You really have to kind of build people's trust up and stuff. And, like, you know, then... I'm not surprised... And also, the other thing with Christine is... Christine probably had to fight off so many contenders to be Queen Bee. 
And then like she and she's not going to relinquish that. I mean, Absolutely like not. you can't just let some bitch come in and take your spot. No. It's like it doesn't work like that, oh, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, Christine, the other thing we won't talk about is how she's completely sponsored by Balenciaga. <laughs> she's not worth anything. She did breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Balenciaga. Balenciaga. But then she's always got Louis Vuitton as well and Louis Bottons as well. well can oh. we talk about the best scene when she had? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you this question, but you, tell me your favorite moment, Michelle, because it's my favorite moment as well. I think it's when. So, it's, is it Christine, Amanda, and Chriselle go to this house yes. and they have to climb up these stairs? And she and Christine is wearing these nine inch or six inch Louboutins, like leopard skin heels. ones. Honestly, amazing. And she walks upstairs, and then to get back down the stairs, she has to walk backwards. And it sounds as ridiculous as it is, but she, the way she navigates it. She wanted it, everyone to see her body. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's like completely, it, she choreographed that. You know, if you fast forward it, because if you do it in reverse, oh. it looks like she's climbing the stairs perfectly. Like she's not even kind of spotting where she, she's using her instinct. She practiced it. It's a moment. And those new bottoms got no grip. Like she's brave to do that, she? honestly. That's. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, I mean, I love the fact that she has like parties, she's like, oh, but let's have a zebra there and Cirque du Soleil. I mean, she, that's our kind of yeah. girl. <laughs> so, it's just, you know, I want it really down to earth and homie. We'll just fly in Cirque du Soleil. I know the party plan is literally there, like, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, we'll give okay. you anything you want. And okay. she's like, <laughs> and it's like, no, you have to deliver this. And I love that she's like, kind of like oh, I'll just ask my husband, he knows a couple of billionaires, like, you know, there's a property it's lying she, around. Like, I love that kind of humble, there's no humble brag, it's just brag. I love to brag. And they do it on top of one another in front of each other because they're like, I want to be better than you. I want to be. It's so competitive. It's so funny. But then I love that, like, if you contrast Christine's wedding with Mary's wedding, there's Mary trying to sell the house before she gets married (laughs) in the afternoon. None of that with Christine. Christine's like, you know, I love that she walked in and dumped snow on everyone. That was like exactly the kind of shit that I would pull because everyone's yeah, everyone hair, like, no one's looking better than us. <laughs> everyone's hair got destroyed, and she ended up being the most beautiful woman. And I was like, that is how you do it. That is, she did the shutdown. Like, I wanted it to be longer. Yeah, I needed a season. For we her need a whole day. episode. Yeah, I would like to see how it was all made and stuff. Like you know, I mean, do you remember when uh, was it? Mar- no, she went to see Mary. <laughs> I love oh, this apology. <laughs> These apologies are brilliant. There was someone like, standing outside, ready to cut her as well. I was like, you know what? She, she, she is poking in them for her. <laughs> she was poking in them exactly. She's ready. She's got her back, and she went. Like, do you remember? Like she was shutting down everyone's talk. She's like, "What are you guys talking about? No, no, no." <laughs> She's a good friend, but she needs to back off. This is a TV show. We are trying to watch shit. You know, you're going to get voted off. <laughs> exactly. She's been voted off straight away, honestly. I love it when... Uh, I always love, like, you know, in some, certain girl groups, there's always, like, one girl who kind of takes it upon herself to be, like, Sergeant Major. Oh. Like, you know, she's like, come on, guys, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get along together. And we're not going to have fight. drama. Like, yeah, exactly. Excuse me, this is why we came out. Exactly. I can't want the drama. We need to talk about this down the line. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, me and you are the Christine Quinns. Like, we're the kind of, like, Nini Leaks and Christine Quinn hybrid <laughs> so when did we go to a party there's always like do you remember once we went to this party and we just created oh. an absolute racket oh, and then we uh, this was like um, there's re- so many we've done so many shutdowns uh, yeah. redacted name remember when we referred to a certain club and we said how it was full of spice queens <laughs> oh, yeah. and then like so basically for context what happened was we went to this party and like um we were just like chatting around and we were talking about this certain club and we were just like, oh, that's full of spice queens. You know, it's just people who are desperate for brown dick. <laughs> and like, we didn't realise that we really offended two people by saying that. And then afterwards we got told, we were like, you know, they were really offended. They didn't want to speak to us again. And we were just like, oh, well, that's their loss. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is, 
you know, this facts is, are facts. Woo, we were selling someone. Exactly. <laughs> we said what we said. <laughs> we don't want to sit down for it. No, exactly. It was so. Oh my god. And oh, also, we didn't even think that that was offensive. We were just kind of like, we were just doing, <laughs> just kind of making the party happen. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But you, you know what? Another thing in the show, this is another reason why I watched mm. it, because you said to me, because I kind of hesitated, and I've got another few friends that said to me, watch it, watch it. And I was like, okay, I'll get to it. And I just thought, oh, it just seems a little bit kind of superficial. Mm. I mean, I do love some of that stuff, but I thought I've got plenty of that. Yeah, too much, yeah. Balanced diet. So much on the roster. But you were like, Sonny, you just got your flat. You love home decor. Yes. And that is so, like, proper eye porn, isn't it? For, like, houses. (gasps) These places are absolutely incredible. And I love it how sometimes they occasionally whinge about, oh, I've got another apartment, a condo. (laughs) And it's still amazing. It's like only two bathrooms. (laughs) Only one pool. (laughs) And then the people you see that walk around as well, they're all, like, the people they're selling to, they're really, like, dynamic, interesting people that have obviously made it big in like, the industry and mm. you kind of get a little bit of insight into who what their talent is and it just makes me think oh my god these people are so lucky to get a chance to live in that place but then I also do wonder would I want to live there because it seems kind of like there's no is it just because of the show because I haven't been really explored LA mm-hmm. or Hollywood Hills but it doesn't seem to have any vibe and is that because people don't want to have that kind of chaos around them we, we live in a big we're zone one hose. we're zone one hose exactly so we're used to the buzz there isn't a buzz it's strange LA because like I remember the first time I went there I felt that way but then second time I went there the city kind of like opened itself up to me okay. I, I think it's because like you know like here we have Spread like out. we have zone one and New York has kind of like Times Square. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> time, no, actually no New York. No, Times yeah, Square. no one goes there. But do you know what I mean? It's got like a central kind of like hub kind of thing. Just Manhattan, basically. Yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. yeah really exactly. Good. And so I think LA is because it's more spread out. You do have to kind of travel to you places have to find and stuff, things, don't you? It doesn't yeah. get delivered to you on hand, and you have to drive. And you have to drive everywhere. Because I think also the other thing as well is a lot of these people buying these houses aren't looking to do that, where they everything's brought to them, mm. so they can afford to have that level of service where you know they have every you know their shopping their delivered, meals, or delivered. meals yeah, delivered. Right. They don't need a high street. They do right. Yeah. Probably the only places they go is probably like to the airport, to their second home, true, true, or true. international yeah. travel, or for work or something. And they want privacy. They want good weather. They want a community that is in keeping with their in keeping with their lifestyle, so they don't have to worry about things like homelessness or anything. They don't want mm. that to them. They don't perceive that. It's as a problem. completely artificial. Artificial, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. And the thing is, like the scary thing about that is, is it can be taken away so quickly as you get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no kind of like safety net or anything. No. So I, I would say, yeah. But you're right, though. There is a kind of like kind of vacuousness to it, and a really kind of Which like is quite attractive. It's quite. <laughs> it but again, during watching it during lockdown, it's kind of like yeah. the escape, escape because it's, it's such it's a complete escape. Isn't complete it? escape. You just imagine, just like, if I had that forty-four million dollar house, I'd be having parties on the roof. I'd be doing photo shoots here and there. <laughs> I'd be literally. Imagine Fashion Friday. In oh that. my god, I could do a, a, a lifetime of Fashion Friday in that oh, building. Oh honestly, goodness. you've just got all the space in the world. And then, like, I love looking at the commissions as well. Like, because <laughs> during lockdown, I was like going to estate agent windows and like looking at like prices. <laughs> I mean, like, what is the commission on that? On that? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to calculate it, failing miserably. But I was like, yeah, it, the property porn is just incredible. And like, you know, some, I mean, some of the houses are like, um, it was interesting, you and Amanda and Heather had to decorate that house with art from that gallery. This was the recent season. Yes, 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 yes. And I like, it's, I was just thinking about what you were saying. It's like how people think, oh, well, I'm going to put like a Banksy in there. I'm going to put, mm. you know, a Jackson Pollock in there and all these kind mm. of artworks and think that that's going to make it expensive. 
but it doesn't. It's no. like you know, it's the house. A good house will always sell. Like if it's got the natural light, it's got the yeah. you know the location. Exactly. And, the ambience that you create. Yeah. Do you remember that one where they uh, someone wanted to like live near the office or something? Yes. Was it Chrishell? So the first property she showed them was shit, and they were like, yeah. "This isn't what we wanted." Oh, she told him. Yeah. Is this one where she had to pick between her and Christine? Yes. <gasps> I couldn't believe she picked. Oh, was it? Was it that one? No, no, because she did. She picked Rochelle though. She picked Rochelle though, oh. and then she told Rochelle off. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Rochelle. So it was a broker who was looking on behalf of this. So this person is so bloody rich. They were like, oh, yeah, "Somebody else go and choose the house but for me." So many of my clients. So like they. <laughs> That's why I always say to you, like you're like selling sunset, kind of like. <laughs> so uh, Sunny wears Balenciaga to work. And I'm walking down the stairs backwards. <laughs> In your high heels, just clonk, 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 clonk. You're like, oh yeah, I can look in my address book. I'm sure I can find a buyer for that. Like, you know. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, no, it, it, and, um, again, an amazing show with incredible references. So many favorite moments, and it's only just kind of really begun, hasn't it? Mm, exactly. Um, but yeah, we will be back right after this, and we're back. So reality TV is a perfect escape from it all, and the number of conversation and laughs that's inspired is not just between us. We have other friends as well. Spoiler alert! <gasps> other friends! Um, it just makes me happy to think about it. And as we mentioned, the OG show for us mm-hmm. has always been ANTM, America's Next Top Model. You want to be on top? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> and to do the full and complete justice, mm. we're going to be devoting a full feature-length episode to it, aren't we? Oh, my God, I can't wait. This is, like, so exciting. You know when they trailer it at the end or something? Uh, and be like, coming up this season on the podcast of mine. <laughs> um, you have two photos of my <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And then they'll be, like, sort of like showing one of us collapse and then, like, <laughs> ambulance coming. Or, like, one of us getting up and, like, the, you know, taking off our thing and turning to the producer, turn my mic off, I, this is done, I'm done. I'm done. Throw it in the floor and walk and, out. Yeah, exactly. In the toilets, the producers, like, there's, like, subtitles. <laughs> it's like, are you Okay. <laughs> And then, like, you know, you just pull my wig just to see. Just <laughs> a little bit. Just shifting it a little bit. Um, so, well, that's so exciting. I can't wait for that. So, if people want to get in touch with us, how can they get in touch yeah, with so us? So, on Facebook and Twitter, our handle is at the podcast is mine. No, it's not. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It is. No, 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 it's not. Oh. So, um, on Facebook. <laughs> You know, this is Bush so reality. Yeah. Bush cannot trust me. <laughs> honestly, it's he like writes kind of everything like down. by Sheree, honestly. It's at Facebook and Twitter is at podcast is mine. No, it's <laughs> not that I say the same thing again. <laughs> at the podcast. So, so I, I will clarify. So you can contact us on Facebook and Instagram at oh, the Instagram. podcast is mine. Okay. On Twitter, we are podcast is mine because we're not allowed of that. <laughs> or you can email us at uh, thepodcastismine at gmail.com. But I just remembered there's something we didn't discuss. Oh. And I think after this little segment, the podcast is mine. <laughs> no, no, it's mine.